Hey everyone, and welcome to the Breaking the Barrier podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Zach. Thanks for having me. Andrew has about 20 minutes of things to talk about this episode. He actually did prep. So this might be the last you hear of me. I'm going to get out of the way and I'll be back at the end to say goodbye. Andrew, over to you. <laughs> well, look, I, I got to say, okay, so obviously everybody, this is going to be a Geek Corner episode. Um, so I, uh, I'll preface this by saying I know we've been doing a lot of these episodes um, more than our regularly programmed schedule uh, or schedule program, however. But I will say that one of the reasons that we're doing this is because during these crazy times, it's been awesome for us, myself and Zach, to just kind of break away from the norm. And I hope you're all able to do the same because obviously there's a lot of, you know, a, 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 I know I sound like a broken record, but a lot of uncertainty, a lot of day-to-day monotony. So we like to, you know, talk about something. Obviously, we love fitness, nutrition, running, mental health, um, and and inspiring others as much as we can. But Star Wars is something that we've just like really gravitated toward uh, during this pandemic and so obviously from the very beginning of Breaking the Barrier, the, the whole point was to talk about my personal journey. And now with Zach, part of the podcast as a co-host and, and, and life partner in the podcast, where, you know, this is all about his journey as well. So, you know, I hope, well, Zach and I both hope that you're enjoying these episodes because not only obviously is it about something that maybe not everybody watches, but it's just some friendly banter back and forth. Some friendly bantha back and forth. <laughs> nice. It's all about finding joy wherever you can and a bit of an escape during what is pretty tough times. And, I mean, we do try and squeeze the obligatory um, athletics prowess fact in there. I mean, you wouldn't have known how long someone can hold their breath or what the long jump record is without these podcasts. That's right. Um, so there is a little bit of that there. But, I mean, they are just... Um, it, it's kind of like you have to find these little nuggets of gold during these times. And for us, give off very, very low expectations. This mm. show has proven to be just one of the highlights of the last nine months or so. And yeah. so, yeah, we're going to talk about it. Rock and roll. So let's let's get into it. So, okay, so I'll, again, I'll, I'll preface again by saying I took a lot of notes while I was watching the show. So some of them I'm looking at, they don't know, they, they no longer make sense to me. So I'll try yeah. to figure out what they mean. So we're um, talking about season two, episode seven, entitled The Believer. The Believer. The penultimate yeah. episode in season two. And I got to say, it's not my favorite episode. It's not yeah. my least favorite episode. Do you know it's, what I mean? Like It's in the bottom third. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it more than the uh, the passenger, mm-hmm. um, certainly. But there were just a lot of moments, and you know, when a show uh, basically inspires you to take notes, that there's something. It's just there's there was a lot of goofy moments that I was just like, "Come on, dude!" Yeah, like, like just starting off with talking to um Mayfeld and talking about inmate three four six six seven like they mentioned that number 47 times <laughs> I was like what inmate number is he three four yes. six six seven what inmate what inmate like like in the span of 30 seconds I think I counted that they said three four six six seven like 10 times I was like is this Les Miserables is this like two yeah. four six oh one like what's and happening? does that number mean anything in the Star Wars mythos is that like the lost I, numbers which I missed I, out on or I don't think so I I tried looking it up um but I didn't see anything because I know there's one one three eight, you know, Selbach one one three eight, and all that stuff. And that's of course that means things. That's that was in uh, the THX um, yeah. thing that George Lucas did. But I couldn't find anything on three four six six seven. Um, I'll, I'll all do I one. know is that I'm going to steal your 
bank card at some point and go to the ATM and take money out. And it's going to be that pin because you probably can't get that number out of your head right now. No, no, I can't. So I'll never, I'll never forget it. Um, I'll never forget it. Uh, but yeah, it was just, you know, um, there's just a lot of moments. This was a plot hole episode. Like this was, this was Star Wars plot holes at their finest. Like yeah. for example, when they're driving, uh, the, the carrier, you know, and they're, they're trying to infiltrate the carrier and they jump on it. Yeah. That's a huge noise. Nobody inside heard that. Yeah. Like, if, if a pebble hits the windscreen of my car, I'm pulling over looking for damage. And they've got these two massive guys in stormtrooper armor dropping in, jumping on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and speaking about the armor, we, we, we get into the, well, okay. Now Mando has taken off his armor. We'll, we'll get to this a, a little bit more later, but yeah. Mando has taken off his armor. He's changed. What are the rules now? Okay. There are no rules. There are no rules. It's always been you can't take your armor off, but now all of a sudden he's wearing something completely different. The rule is Pedro Pascal had in his contract, you're going to see my damn face more than 30 seconds in season two, and that's what they yeah. were fulfilling. Yeah, uh, and, and we'll get to that. That was yeah. just whatever. Um, One thing I did like about this episode at the start is I, we said last time, oh, this is going to be the prison break episode. They're going to have yeah. to go break Mayfield out. And once again, yeah. we got Mayfield out in the first three minutes or so. But then the prison break episode became, we got to break in and get the codes. And isn't it convenient that we blew up the other base we knew about that had a terminal and now we have to go to this one? I mean, that's right. Yeah. That's it, right. Hmm. Yeah. It's just, it was just, it was just, it was slapstick a lot of the times. Like, you know, blasters are running out of ammo. I've, I don't know that I've seen that that many times in, in Star Wars to the, you know, I'm going to put a thermal detonator in this thing. Okay, great. I've shot it out of your hand the first time. Yeah. But this, which took, what, three seconds for that yeah. thing to go off? Then the next one that he actually does plant, it's like, okay, this thing, this is the longest thermal detonator timer ever. Exactly. It's like, sometimes it takes three seconds. Sometimes it takes like 30 seconds, depending on what they're in. And it was just... <laughs> yeah. It was just so dumb. I and leading up to when they get to the, you know, uh, you know, they're being attacked by the pirates and everything, or whatever. And by the way, the pirates are the good guys. Yeah. Like, well, well, yeah. That and that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. Like when 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 they get to the base, all of a sudden there's this big fanfare, and stormtroopers can all of a sudden hit enemies. Like when did that happen? Yep. And and it's like, well, wait, hang on. We're having this stormtrooper fanfare, and they're having their day, and they're hitting everything, and they're the heroes now. I'm like, do you know what, Star Wars? I don't need it. I don't want it. I don't need to see the Star Wars come and be the, uh, the stormtroopers come and be the heroes. It was kind of. It was goofy because it was such a big fanfare, and all, and you're, the whole time I'm thinking, wait, these aren't the good guys. What are we doing? What are I'm we too, actually it's, doing it's here? It's too early for me to watch a TV show about a Trump rally. Yeah, uh, well. I feel like you know that's kind of what it felt like. I mean, the Tie Fighters coming in to save them—that was a flip on a New Hope, where you know yeah. the, the Millennium Falcon comes down to the trench and everything. So that they are—they're they're retreading old beats, but they're flipping yeah. them on their head. This is not the first time we've talked about this with their series. This series, and I'm enjoying it. But mm. if season three is just more of the same, if season three is oh, we're doing this with the bad guys, and last time it was the good guys, and this yeah. time it's. It, it's it's going to run out of stuff pretty quickly. It, it needs yeah. to do a little bit more than that. And that's what I mean. I think season two has been exactly like flip everything on its head. I think season three needs to, and I, this word gets thrown around so much lately, but it, season three needs to be the dark, gritty. Because yeah. season two kind of felt comical, much more comical to me. 
It does, um, yeah. Which is really funny because a couple of episodes we were talking about, oh, wow, that was really shocking. Is this like the new hope? And it's yeah. pretty obvious that season two of The Mandalorian is not, uh, sorry, it's not uh, Empire Strikes Back. No, it's, it's more... It's Jedi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of Jedi slash Jar Jar Binks a little bit. <laughs> because season one, and maybe because season one, they're like, they didn't know if this was going to catch on and this could be mm. a really expensive eight-episode miniseries. It was a lot more original. Like there yeah. was a bit of homage in yeah. episodes three, four, and five to the original trilogy. But episodes one, two, and three, and the last two episodes stand on their own. Yeah. Like they have very little to do with the continuity other than the second main character is called Baby Yoda. Mm. And the first main character is named after one of the most popular characters from the original trilogy. So as close as you can get to being completely originally whilst ripping off two of the main characters of the original trilogy, they came yeah. really, really close. Yeah. The problem with season two is that every plot point has been informed um, more and more by the, the continuity. Like the big discussion they had about the crimson, whatever it was, the attack, yeah. That ties back, to, I believe, to a video game. So now you need to have gone and seen the video. And you know what? Yeah. It's all getting a little bit too close where for me to understand why Palpatine came back in episode nine, I had to go play Fortnite. Right. And, and I, I don't look, need I'll, that. No, I, I, and I'll be the first to admit, I have, lo like, like I said a couple weeks ago, I've loved the fact that they've tied in some of these things with Clone Wars and Rebels, and, and I appreciate it. Those and I, are good. Though, yeah, but... Uh, so it's kind of I, I I guess I'm being hypocritical here. Where they're they're doing it too much now. Like like I did say on the worst of the Star Wars that pod when we did it a while ago. I don't want to have to read the books to get what's going on on screen. I don't want to have to play play the video games to get it. Don't get me wrong. I love all that stuff. I love uh, now that I've expanded my horizons. <laughs> Some people read books about things. I watch more Star Wars. But um, if yeah, yeah, I, I, will, <laughs> I will say it's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Like, yeah, we need to wrap things up, but... It's a little if, bit, show me, don't tell me. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. Um, you know, like, I, I mean, I, I, I feel like it sounds like I'm really trashing on this episode. I, I didn't, I really didn't mind it. it what, look, it was a fun episode. It was fun. It was you fun. Know, it was fine. It was fun. We had a good time breaking into the base. There were, you know, those moments. I mean, we, we get to the, we finally, I mean, we did see this sort of in season one when, uh, when he was getting his wounds healed, but finally the helmet's off. Yes. But it was very anticlimactic. Like it was just like, oh, the hel he took his helmet off. Like you blink, <laughs> you miss it. He was just do doing it for the facial scan thing. And it was like, oh. Can we talk about the facial scan thing? Yeah. I mean, firstly, uh, we can barely get passwords to work for people when they're still employed by a company, <laughs> let alone five years and after being arrested. Um, Mayfield's password and access just still happens to work magically. Still going. Two, what is the point of the facial scan other than to prove that the person has a face? Yeah, because exactly. Because it recognises him. There was yeah. nothing like... Okay, you're recognized. Like if we can't send we can't send any of the people that they know. That's bad. So we have to send the complete stranger. So anyone with, who's a complete stranger, the facial technician, it, like the technology returns a null value, and it goes, "Oh, I guess we just let it through." Like yeah. that's some pretty shitty coding. I'm going to be yeah. honest. I I, I had to say it was just I was like, it was again. It was a major. It was just a plot hole to get his helmet off. And again, we didn't need it. We didn't need it there. I didn't want it there. It was a silly thing, and it didn't make any freaking sense because it's like. 
how this like is this how facial recognition works in star wars i can just go into anything and be like i'm gonna steal your stuff as long as you've never been scanned before you're fine yeah it's like if you don't have a record you're good although i did like the line that boba fett had when they were talking about who could possibly go in and he's just like there's a chance they'll recognize my face knowing that there's been literally millions and millions of clones that look exactly. like him over the exactly. course. See, I, I like that. Oh, speaking of Boba Fett, his helmet looks way cleaner and it's, less weathered in this one. It is, yeah. There, there's articles on the internet. Apparently, he was so busy during the original trilogy running around doing stuff for Darth Vader that he never had a chance to clean it. But now he's had some downtime. He's taken some personal me time. He's had a spa day, and he's cleaned right. it all up. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just okay. It was it's just like weird. the original was... toy. He's mid condition again. Yeah, it was just weird. The only thing that was really left is that bullet dent or whatever, blaster mm. dent, I guess. And I'm just like, which I don't understand how that got there either because Mandalorian armor, with how many times Mando's gotten shot, there's no dents. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was funny when he comes, like he looked like a badass coming down the ramp to get yeah. Mayfeld. I mean, I saw in last episode, there was some very cruel people uh, on the internet calling him Boba Fat. Um, As, because he yeah, is a, a little heavier than he was in the original trilogy. God also, forbid, people. It's been over 40 years. The guy, you know, even... Uh, shut up, everyone. You go jump in a Starlack pit and see how well you feel. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But he he looked just, you know, intimidating. Although, yeah. Boba's armor, I never noticed the tubes on the arms quite Neither as much as I know he's seeing it I compared had, to... I, yeah. I had never noticed this before because I remember looking at this. I was like, oh, that's weird. I've never noticed that before. Mm. What's that? I wonder what that is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I agree with you, though, getting back to the, the taking the helmet off. It was it. like there's, there's been a lot of people saying that Pedro Pascal's acting in that moment was good because he was playing someone that's, you know, always hidden behind a helmet and now he's completely exposed and he kind yeah. of regressed into himself. I'm just like, was this the first take they took? I mean, yeah. it was very bland, very flat-faced. Um, apparently he was doing stuff where whenever he turned at the table to look to everyone, he was turning his whole body because yeah. that's what he would have to do with the helmet on. But sure. I'm like, you know, the helmet's not that bad. I mean, you know, he can shoot stuff pretty well on it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was just, I didn't need it. I, I just didn't need it. Um, and then, you know, the whole, oh, you know, he can't hear or whatever. You're going to have to speak up to him. I'm like, that's just unnecessary comedy. Yeah. I, I don't need it. We didn't need um, that. I, I also had a problem with that the actor playing like the bad guy, the American accent. Like I'm yeah. so used to the empire having this clipped British, British yeah. accent yeah. and it just, it felt out of type. It, it felt slapstick, like a parody type thing. Yeah. Exactly. It really did. It was, it was very out of place. It was, do you know, it was just that, that whole humor in that, including his act, his accent. It reminded me of, uh, which one was it? I think it was, I think it was Last Jedi when Poe Dameron is doing... And he's oh, to like, General Hux. Yeah, he's like, I have a message for your mother. Yes. I was like, shut up, Star Wars. That's not what we're doing. Is, is that what... We, we don't need that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I, yeah, so we have some notes, short to safe to say. Um, yeah. I think the, the whole thing that... Um, I, I just have a problem with Bill Burr. Yeah. I don't think I like him as an actor. I, I think he's... I didn't like him in that Prison Break episode. I think he was a little better this time because he wasn't have to, having to play off a purple-headed person and a bug-eyed droid and a big red demon. Yeah. Um, but still, it didn't feel in character for him to suddenly be, you know, 
against the empire and turning around yeah. because he was a bad dude. He was a bad one. guy. Like in this one, he's just kind of like a bumbling, not bumbling, but kind of, he, you know, he reminded me of, um, uh, uh, what's, uh, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right, but Joe Pantoliano from the matrix, you know, the, uh, yeah, the yeah, guy. Sci-fi. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that, if this is made 10 years ago, that's who's playing that role. Yeah. Joey pants. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, eh, it's just meh. I mean, his comedy is very bra- proud and brash, and his character is kind of that as well. And yeah, it, I mean, it was interesting because remember when he was a sniper, the whole thing in the season one is that he was this you know amazing shooter and this amazing sniper, and we didn't get to see any of that in this episode. In that he drove a truck, well, and then he until the very end, of course, yeah, because he drove a truck, and then he went to get the thing, and then he got scared about going into the thing, and then he. Um, talked tough to the other guy and then he blew up the entire plan by shooting the guys in the middle of the officer's gallery. Dude, um, when, when he was like mouthing uh, or get, getting all in his face, do you, do you remember that scene in Back to the Future 2 when Marty McFly takes his future son and he pulls him behind the bar and he's like, dude, stay down and shut up. Yeah. Like that's the whole time what I was thinking. I was like, dude, what are you, what are you doing? You're and messing up everything right so now. so out of character that that Imperial officer would have let him shoot his mouth off like that. Like it just doesn't fit. That's not, no. We've seen nothing in the Star Wars continuity where that sort of insubordination would have been tolerated. No, no, because clearly from the very beginning when he's talking about all the people that died, he's like, he's going down this guy's throat. And this officer is not going to be stupid enough to think, oh, he's just having a conversation. Like, read the room, bro. Exactly like, right. Shut this guy down. This new agile way of working is not fitting into the Empire. The Empire, to me, is a very rigid hierarchical organization. And yeah. so that was just out of type. But, but yeah. then, you know, Mayfield shooting that shot um, at the end to blow up the entire base where, you know, Cara June and, and uh, Ferrick were just like, oh, okay, that was pretty cool. That was um, pretty cool. <laughs> the other thing was, you know, I, I liked the idea that as Mando and Mayfield were trying to escape the base, it was the women basically keeping them safe, holding them down, sure. standing side by side. But it kind of felt like, did they get them onto set for one day? And so they had to film them side by side because they only had one yeah. camera because they weren't exactly getting a lot of chance to show their physical acting chops in that scene. No, it was they? kind of very two-dimensional, that one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I get where they were trying to go, but they they kind of didn't get there. Yeah. It's sort of like, this is the one best shot in the entire area to shoot from. So we're both going to stand side by side. Yeah. Uh, and shoot from there. There's, you know, yeah. what about broader coverage of fire, folks? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, you know, we're back to stormtroopers missing everything, so they weren't really needed anyway. <laughs> exactly um, right. Like oh, they were great shots when they needed to be for the good guys, but correct. Um, but yeah, but the end was pretty good. Like, did you miss Grogu in this episode? Did you miss not seeing him? Um, do you know what? Funnily enough, no, I didn't even really think about it. Um, mm. Like. I, I don't think at one point during the episode did I think, oh, I wish we had Grogu here. Like, I mean, he's a great part of the show, obviously, but it was it was kind of nice going on an adventure without the cuteness. And again, it's kind of my favorite part of the show, but it was just interesting to watch. But I guess I didn't miss it, so I really wasn't thinking about it at the time. But looking back, yeah, it was it was a um, it was an okay episode without him. It was know? it was fine. I mean the. It was fine, which is actually a pretty harsh grade because we're so used to the Mandalorian being good to great on yeah. average and sometimes yeah. absolutely exceptional. Yeah, well, it's kind of hit and miss this season. Um, yeah. 
And it's only eight episodes. So nice. Nice. And it's only eight episodes. So, you know, at the moment we've had two that are definitely in the bottom rung and then the rest have been pretty good. So So next Friday's season finale? Friday's the season finale, correct. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which Mando has dropped the gauntlet to Moff Gideon. He's on his way. Um, He's repeated the little speech from the end of season one and he's coming from it. I mean, I haven't checked to see how long the finale episode is going to be. We've had two short ones. We've had two 30-minute episodes in a row. It's it's very interesting to me, even that in, you know, you you watch any show on like Stan or Netflix or, or whatever, and it's always like it's a 20-minute, 23-minute uh, runtime or a 30-minute runtime or an hour. This one's just like all over the place. I think that that, not, it's just an aside, I guess. I, I just think that that's interesting. They've got a story to tell and they're telling the story in however long they need it. And, I, and yeah. if that gives us episodes like The Marshal, I'm all for it yeah. um, because I would have hated them to have dragged this plot out to 45 minutes simply because they felt like they had to fill that sort of time slot. So, yeah. you know, let's get through things like the passenger and the believer in 30 odd minutes. Um, mm. Sometimes it works as we saw last week in the tragedy, like 30 minutes was just a white knuckle ride yeah. this time. You know, I wasn't checking my watch, but, yeah, but it wasn't, yeah. it kind of just felt like it felt, like it was the length that it was. Yeah, exactly. Like it wasn't so, too long. It wasn't too short. It was just like, Meh. yeah. So Mandalorian, good try. Can do better. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm. I'd give this one like a, I don't know, like a six. Yeah. 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 Good. Not great. Uh, okay. Exactly. Not good. Yeah. Okay, exactly. Not good, not good. Yeah. I've watched worse television in my life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like yeah. The Passenger. <laughs> Correct, yeah. And the one thing I will say about The Mandalorian, I don't know if I've said this before, this is one of the few shows on TV that I don't, I don't have my phone anywhere in my hand. Like I am no. cons- I am just watching it the whole time and there's very, very few shows that I don't watch with a second screen in front of me. That's actually a really good point. I'm the same. Like I generally will put, like I might take a picture of the opening and post it on my story or something, but then I like, I put my phone away because I want to know what's going on. And I must admit that knowing that we've, we've, we have to come on here and sort of talk about the episodes has helped me really pay attention. And it does help me pay attention to shows a lot more because how many times have we watched, and this is a great thing for breaking the barrier. You know, how many times have we watched television or been doing something? We've been on our phones and kind of not really paid attention to what's going on because we're just mindlessly scrolling or doing something on our phones. And yes, watching TV is kind of like the opposite of mindfulness, but if you can just focus on, I guess, doing one thing at a time and not putting your mind in so many different places, it's kind of, you can enjoy things a little bit more. Um, You know, even the, the lousy episodes, I've enjoyed watching them because I'm just, I'm watching them. Yeah, you can still get something out of them. I think you've spoken about it in the past in an episode um, with gym workouts. How many times do people go to a gym and they spend the gym half the time on the phone doing stuff and they walk out going, I don't feel like I really got something out of that. Yeah, It's the same. Like, you know, you can you can get something. If you can get something out of something, then give it the attention it deserves. And if you exactly. honestly don't think you're going to get something out of it, then just completely ignore it. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, you want to do the dual screen thing because you just want some empty calories. Like sometimes TV is just a nightlight in the background. Yeah. And what you're actually doing is focusing on what's on your screen. Um, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. There we go. Yeah. How's that for squeezing some actual breaking the barrier content into this episode? I liked it. One minute of like 20. That's pretty good. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad at all. Do you have anything else you want to say on this? No, one? I just want to get to Friday. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to manage my expectations for the finale. Um, yeah. This episode was good, 
in that it did manage my expectations. I think if this episode had knocked it out of the park, then next episode I would have just been beside myself. Yeah. I can kind of approach it now in terms of this is an episode of a TV series. Some of them will be good. Some of them will be bad. Mm. Um, is What is the point of this season two finale? Is it to, It's not going to finish the story because we right. know there's a season three coming. Right. Um, it's not going to kill off any of the major characters that we know or love, although some of them might go. I but... think, uh, I think, I think. Let's run through them. A... I, well, okay. Mando's um, okay. Mando's okay. Grogu's okay. Grogu's okay. Moff Gideon? He's okay. Cara June? I think she's okay. I think she's going to be in that spin-off um, yeah. Agents of the New Republic or whatever it is that they talked about. So I think that's yeah. her her TV show. But maybe she goes to that to launch that and then they kill her off. Yeah. I think um, okay. Who else is going? Boba Fett. Boba Fett. I uh, might. Uh, he might. Well, it, it's... Do you know what? I feel like he has to at some point have like a heroic death, but I don't know if they're going to do it so soon. Yeah, okay. Um, what about the uh, Imperial officer on the destroyer that helps uh, Moff Gideon and brings him all those things and looks really cute in her little outfit, the one that I was talking to you about. Do you think she's I, okay? Is she going to make it? Tell me she'll no, be fine. I, 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 feel like, I feel like she's going to go down in a really kind of like sidekick villain way. I hope not. I'm very attached to unnamed Imperial officer. I enjoy her performance. I, I kind of yes. hope she continues, but I have a feeling eventually that's how it's going to go down. Carl Weathers, um, what's his character's name? Um, uh, grief. I don't know grief. if he's going to be in it though. It feels like I, they're not picking him. They're not doing a side quest to pick him up, are they? Or? No, I, I don't think so. But I think that there's going to come a time where they're going to give him a, a heroic death too. True. Although maybe he finds his way into that ranges of the Republic or something like that. Oh, that's um, point. The big question is who is the unnamed Jedi who's turning up to help Grogu? Like we Do know that? it's not Ahsoka. So, not Ahsoka. I think it's I think it's Ezra Miller. Uh, Ezra Miller, not Ezra Miller. He's the Flash. It's just Ezra. Um, can't remember Ezra. Yeah, I yeah. think it's a, Ezra Miller. Idiot. Um, you don't think they'll save him for the Ahsoka spinoff? Or maybe that's as part of I, building towards I, that. I think they they can do both. Hmm. Why not both? I think they can do. They can do both because basically, you know, Ahsoka did her thing, and then she's going off to do more of her thing. I think Ezra, if it is him, mm. will do the same. I think it's got to be a named Jedi. Yeah. It has um, to be someone we know. Yeah, because otherwise, lame. It's kind of a letdown after Ahsoka Tano. Um, you know, it's not going to be a dead one. That's, I think I Ming-Na Wan's character might be in danger. I think she's possibly the one who's got the uh, the hardest chance of getting out of this. Yeah, fair enough. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. So anyway, um, Deadpool. Deadpool on the, uh, on the Star Wars characters for nice. the finale. Yeah. There you go. Well, all right. Well, on that happy note, I guess uh, <laughs> we will. Yeah, we will. We will try and find some real content uh, to do an episode in the next week or so. But um, indeed, nothing's going to get in between us and doing this finale. So no, keep an eye out for that. Indeed. So thanks everybody so much for listening to this geek corner of the Breaking the Barrier podcast, where Zach and I hope to inspire you in a galaxy far, far away to go above and beyond what you ever thought possible. We will catch you next time. <laughs>